Hey. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, I don't know, just, you know, sitting down to record an episode of the podcast. Sweet. Glad to hear it. Cool. Oh, cool. Is, awesome. is, uh, is adult Weldy here today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the Weldy that like took an accounting job when he was just got his fucking soul crushed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Just resided himself to corporate misery. Just Abdar got him up. Real Probably got himself like. a job with Edge Corp. Yeah, I probably. Probably. Yeah, either one. I mean, if he was yeah, a gnome, it's his first big boy bleaching. job. I yeah. mean, all right, you guys are joking, but I mean that pretty much happened to me. So, I'm with Aramark. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, see, uh, it's basically an uh, offshoot of Abadar, you know. You got to play what you know. It's a good, bit of, good bit That's of how- truth and fiction. Yeah, yeah. Sounds That's like right. That. Um, how are you guys doing? Didn't you already I'm, ask us that? Doing all right. So I'm good. Can I ask the question? Can I lead a question now? Because I'm very curious. Sure. Shoot. What was the first job you ever had? Me? Yeah, yeah just everybody. All of us? Yeah. I was a bag boy at Kroger. Okay. That's well, okay. Bad. That's not true. That's like the first, I guess, official job I ever had. But I did get paid when I was oh, 13. To write computer game reviews once a month for my uncle who owned a chain of computer stores. So he would send me a free game and 50 bucks and I would play the game and write a review for it. And it would be in his like little like newsletter newsletter thing that they handed out at the store. So I guess that was my first job. That's pretty pretty neat. I like yep. that. That's my nice. first job was working at my aunt's uh, snow cone stand. Ah, That's a good okay. first job. Yeah. 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 That was, I, I, man, I got so many stomach aches. I tried, <laughs> I have tried maybe every combination of snow cone flavors that you can try. You know what I mean? Like, I think have I've you just, mixed them all together into one snow I mi- cone? I've, I mixed like, Oh, Most, like? yeah, like a dozen, maybe one time, yeah. and it just like dissolves. It just tastes sweet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't taste like anything. It loses all identity. It's just sugar. Look, yeah, I, I'll tell mm. you, man, sugar will kill you. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it'll get you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, well I, I'll say mine. I guess. Yeah. I worked as a member of the Youth Conservation Corps for the Delta National Forest. Okay, all right. Okay, Weird now we know why she okay. asked the question. Right? No, because <laughs> can you tell me what that do- What that is? Mm-hmm. No. Can you they guess? They conserve the youth. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch. Of, it's a bunch of teenagers that got like roped into going into the Delta National Forest, which is basically swamp, and putting up like duck houses and weed eating and painting fences so it was uh, a paid for, position it was a paid position so you were paid swamp cheap. money it was paid nah. swamp <laughs> money. i love that Proud time you, you heard that's it here great. first folks that's great yep, yep. I, I uh i was well i i did two jobs actually at the same time um so i cleaned mechanic bays for a tire like repair place is uh called fast eddies and also worked as a dishwasher for um this place called phoenician gourmet in ocean springs and uh i mean i got free food out of it it was tasty um way out of my price range now personally but (laughs) whenever i was there it was awesome you know 
I'm about it. That's kind of the thing about working at restaurants is the people that work there cannot afford to eat there. Oh, <laughs> that's where you paid swamp money, though. Yeah. No, no, and no, I can't beat that. No, I no, was paid I, regular money. You were paid swamp ass money. If you were washing <laughs> dishes, you got that swamp ass. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Very it's true. true. Very true. Yeah. Did you say yours, Heath? No, I have not yet. Uh, my first, like, under the table job was. Uh, I was a carpenter's assistant for my grandpa, who was a carpenter, uh, at like 15. <clears throat> and then uh, my first like legitimate job was just McDonald's. Yeah, I worked at Can Sonic uh, after that was my first like. Josh, were you born an airplane mechanic? <laughs> no. I think he originally no, was, was a gremlin I was on a plane. You know? that. No, my first job was uh, honestly probably a bit more impressive than the job I'm doing now. Um, oh. like legitimately, uh, I worked in the IT department of the U.S. Embassy in Malaysia. Oh wow, that's pretty I'm cool. Glad you went last. Malaysia, truly yeah. Asian. <laughs> yeah. So th- that's that's their slogan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but so the reason for that though is I was there during high school, first job, you know, age, and being an American, foreign country, I couldn't get a job locally. I could not legally have a job there. So the only option was to, you know, have like student work more or less at the embassy. Mm, you were so I did that as like a summer job you type were spy. thing. No, <laughs> working at the embassy, citizen, not getting paid. No, I was getting paid. I was getting paid, paid well for the time. <laughs> you were so sly. Yeah, oh, and information to bring back to the home country. Mm-hmm. America. No. On, all, on all of the Malaysian dastardly yeah. deeds. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta really watch out. Yeah. That's, why, that's why you don't hear about Real him, you know? He did his job. That's good. He locked Kill him all away. Oh, man. No, I just I worked in the IT department. Thank you for your service. Backups and stuff. Man. <laughs> hey, John, I'm gonna let you know. I appreciate your support. You're, you're welcome, son of a bitch. I'm, I'm sitting here recording this wearing like Air Force T-shirt, like just yeah. the, the brown. I love you, Josh. I love you guys too. Uh, oh shit! Uh, we just miss you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> we, do. we do. I know. Like Josh was like, you know, we need to get together. We'll get together sometime in what was it, April, March or April? Yeah, yeah. And we're like, uh, cool. That's like a long time from now. And he's like, yeah. Well, I'm in in Texas for a long time, so indisposed. And we're starting to feel that now. Yeah, it'd be cool if we could hang out over yeah. Christmas. Maybe that's why I'm so glum. Just fly back out of here. We haven't hung out in. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. Just been I just been in a bad mood for like a week and a half. I kind of had to a little bit, but I'll be home for Christmas. Is. I'll be home ten days. So you will. Oh, yeah. I'll be working for Christmas. So sweet, cool. Damn. Well, have fun with that, Adam. Womp, womp. <laughs> yeah. What if we just all go down to Adam's house Adam. without telling? Got him. Yeah. I'm not going to say the thing. Yeah, you guys should come down here. I'll give you a prowling if you come down. A, a prowling. <laughs> just, just one. So tempting. Yeah, yeah. One that you all split. Oh, no. <laughs> hour and a half to two and a half hour drive for one prowling. For a prowling. One and if, and if you carpool, you got to split it. 
<laughs> I mean, I think when you cross the Louisiana border, a probably just teleports into your hand anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of teleportation, man, I watched like a little thing uh, earlier today uh, that teleportation is technically like technically possible, but also not. And it has to do with quantum states. But essentially what you would have to do is read all of the data of a physical object and then send that data to a receiver, which could recreate all of the aspects of, you're not going to be able to actually like. Right. Teleportation is cloning. Yeah. I was just going to say, that sounds like. Wasn't there, wasn't there killing and recreating yourself? Wasn't there some sort of sci-fi? I want to say it was like maybe Farscape or something like that. Um, where that was how teleportation worked. Like you basically vaporized your body and it then rebuilt into a new body, like in a clone, wherever you were going. I, I know that's the rumor that for Star Trek, how transporters work, but... I mean, that's how your, quote, teleportation works in near automata, but... Yeah, like fast yeah, travel it's like, yeah, they just, like, download your consciousness data into a new body, basically. Isn't, yeah. isn't that what they did in the... Wait, Altered was Carbon? The Illusionist or the, the other magic movie? Uh, the Prestige, but that the was Prestige, cool. yeah. But that was actually, oh yeah, that is what I'm thinking of. That is what I'm thinking. I got of. you, dog. Appreciate it. We got that. <laughs> That's a good movie. It's it is. Although movie. we just spoiled it for everybody. Uh, <laughs> <oops>. <laughs> Never Where seen it. So thanks. <laughs> I, mean, no, I don't no. have to. It's a great it's movie. Spoilers for the Prestige, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well. I have no witty transition uh, into the game. Yeah, you're going to um, just spoil this too for us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Gagant's the bad guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> now I'm not interested in playing anymore. I'll no, see exactly. We'll see you. We'll all right. Cool. <laughs> you guys want to play some magic or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get a I'll break out it. my decks. All right. I'm going to get in it. Hold on. Let me just... <laughs> Stop being on, such man. a bitch, Adam. <laughs> I have I get Be to one time in hundred and forty something episodes. Yeah. Jeez Louise. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Surely this isn't the first time you've had a bad mood in all of our episodes. It is. It's the first time I've talked him about Shirley. it. I think that might not be. <laughs> Sharing <laughs> is caring, dog. Serious, it's cool. Anyways, we're in the shadow plane, so I'm just trying to get in the Proper mindset. Uh, just add suppose. shadow in front of every noun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Shadow grumpy. Just just get you some shadow rainbows and some shadow unicorns. Um you are currently embodying Shadow. Shadow Adam. Shadow. Shadow. Yep. Those pants, you shadow. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's in a bad mood. Shadow. Damn near kill him. <laughs> Shut him, I barely knew him. <laughs> oh, oh <man>. Christ. <laughs> oh man. All right, all right. Let's let's go. Speaking of gloom, uh you guys came yeah. up on the Shadow Tower, uh Sky Dock, and I actually f- found some artwork. Uh this isn't official, but I just wanted to give you something to kind of like get the vibe. Ooh. So this is what I found. Holy crap. Um there's not quite as many like platforms spread out, uh, but you know you imagine like it kind of looks like that. And one thing though that is in this picture that isn't before you is starships arriving and departing. Uh oh. And it is also 
Uh, and this is new to even you from the shadow plane. Uh, like completely covered in shadow. Like just like from the ground up swirling all around it. And the starship or the or the dock? There is the no dock. starship and it's the dock. Yeah. So like the whole the whole you know, it's like a long elevator that reaches up almost impossibly high into the sky, you know, be almost beyond what you can see. The top of it kind of dissolves into shadow and the clouds and everything, so you can't even really see the top, but there's just this these kind of swirl of shadow that's wrapped around and encasing the entire Sky Dock. Approaching you at the end of last episode was none other than Father Gloom himself. Of course, the shadow denizens, you recognize him. Those of you from the APA and Kuiper, so I guess that's Mike and Kuiper. Um, <laughs> you can just say Mike and Kuiper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at this point. Well, you know, we still have to pretend like, uh, you know, the Apollo Protection Agency is, like, intact because that's the name of the show. So, um, this whole it is still intact. Out. The owner is alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To that, yes, you, you see him come up and you recognize him. And I'm just going to kind of start it from there when he says, you know, welcome back to... To the sh- to the shadow sky dot. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, Trelax would certainly greet him. Hello, Father Gloom. Uh, how how far are you? Mm, things could be better here. Um, as you can see, our tower has befell a great corruption. Yes, that was my next question. What has happened? Uh, how, did, how did this happen, rather? Several days ago, we picked up a surge of planar energy from the dark side to the northeast of Kuvakara. This caused Herembor, who you may remember, who is already prone to experimenting with the darker aspects of our religion to lose his grip on reality. I have seen similar incidents before, and eventually these victims do fatal harm to themselves. But Herembor somehow transferred this corruption to the entirety of Shadow Skydark and turned my great home and business into a meat grinder. Oh, such suffering I have witnessed. Hydraulics puncturing torsos, torque threads ripping limbs from bodies, fuel injectors ballooning flesh until it ruptures. But one doesn't like to see his life's work ruined. Perhaps you can help. Well, we came to ask you for help, actually. Perhaps our objectives align. That seems to be the case a lot these days. Come, let us sit and drink over coffee or something stronger. I will, I, will, I will have shadow water. Just shadow water for me, please. <laughs> you want bubbling or not? 
Yes, none, none, none. Shadow bubbling, shadow water, please. Yes. I yeah. must, I must shadow tell you live a little bit. that <laughs> our shadow water is under a shadow boil. Oh notice. Oh well, you oh must shadow God. boil it first, then obviously, <laughs> right? <laughs> shadow, obviously, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, he, so he takes you kind of into the camp that has grown around the base of this tower. And once you guys get seated and he hands out refreshments to you, he says, First, it would be rude of me not to introduce myself to these new travelers here. I am Father Gloom. I am the head engineer of this Skydog. Though it might seem merely a reflection of Versi's famed space elevator, Shadow Skyduck is not unimportant. Our computers scan all the starships that land on Verses, enabling us to create shadow copies. For a price, of course. But don't worry. The process leaves the original ship as it is. We simply make a simulacrum of it here in the Shadow Plane. What is your names? You, you must be the toughest goddamn <laughs> vest I've ever seen. Uh, likely anyone at that. Uh, I'm Titanium Mike, pleased to meet, make your acquaintance. Any, like... Shadow acquaintance. Is a, okay, Please, look, I would, I would think... <laughs> Considering you're all from here, like you, you wouldn't even need to say shadow all the time. It's no, it's quite complexing. important to, dif- to differentiate. You see, Mike, it's it's a whole thing. It's about the <laughs> bar lads. You cannot disconnect. For, for them, it's weird that you don't say material verses. What's he going to Mike, point it out? It's their rude. Just point assume out. that you're just the default or something. It's 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 a matter of pride. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, pleased to make your acquaintance. And he's like, I think Mike is probably visibly weirded out by Father Gloom, but is trying to be yeah, I mean, polite, you know? You know, I'll, I'll put up the image one more time, although you guys have access to it. But, he, you know, he's an interesting looking fella, you know? Mm-hmm. Kuiper extends out a... Um, Warm greeting with a uh, handshake, and he says, uh, "Hello, Father Gloom. I am a material potter from the material system of material uh, Vescarium. See, and that makes it so much easier <laughs> to understand you, what plane you come from. See, just just listen to how I talk, Mike, and you'll you'll pick up the parlance quite easily." <laughs> Yes, you see, his manners are quite good. Formalities, of course. We don't have blue skin or glowing eyes. You know we're from the material plane. Well, again, there are many more planes than the chateau plane or the material plane. You could be from the plane of fire. You could be from the plane of pain. You could be from... Okay, hello, I'm Material uh, uh, Titanium Mike. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, allow me to extend Wait, my apology. Wait, are you from no. the Titanium Plane? Now I am confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, allow you me guys, to extend... You guys enjoy your parlay. I'm going to get some air. 
allow me to extend my apologies for our uh, brusque friend there, but um, he's been through a lot lately. But uh, uh, thank you for your hospitality. For somebody from the material plane to be in the shadow plane, great trauma must have occurred indeed. Apologies accepted. Tenor, Trelax, did you have any luck finding your herald? It is quite a long story, and Trelax will give him the Reader's Digest version. Mm -hmm. There's no need to go through the whole thing. (sighs) Zan Kuthan works very strange indeed. Understatement of the Shadow Year, Father Bloom. (laughs) (laughs) Tina would very pointedly not say anything. No response to the Zonkuthon statement. Um, She would just kind of be like actively studying the ground in front of her. You know, she's just letting Trilex take the lead on this and not wanting to. Because she's little peek inside her brain right now. She wants very much to explode on Father Gloom because he sent them away saying, oh, you've got to go, you know, go figure this shit out. We'll help you once you figure everything out. If he would have just helped us from the start, we would have had the manpower to save the Enclave. But now, like, Shit has hit the sky dock and everybody's suffering and so she's just trying to hold her tongue because we still need to get help from him. So So yeah. so you didn't say any of that when you were explaining what happened with the Herald. That's all internal. I did Tina didn't say anything. She's let Trelex take the lead on all of this. I mean, you know, for what it's worth, Father Gloom and you were probably closer. Yeah. Then, then Trelax, because you know Father Gloom kind of taught you some of the ways of Zankuthan, uh, and he notes your silence, but he'll he will allow Trelax to continue if you, there's anything you had to say or whatever. But uh, he does just kind of note your silence and looks at you long and hard, and then kind of looks at the group as a whole and says, "Well, what is your plan?" Now, I thought you might have one, Father. What plan would that be, Gloombot? <laughs> I don't know. Make me a real Why boy. I said I thought you <laughs> might have a plan for us. I suppose that I forgot to program in deductive reasoning into <laughs> your circuits. I'm not sure what plan that you expect me to have for your goals. My plan is to hopefully destroy Herimbor with your help so that I can return to business here at Shadow Skydark. Father Gloom, we were hoping to get your assistance and perhaps um, a means to leave this planet uh, we will help you with Harambor the situation 
Do you happen to know anything of... And I'm sorry, Emily's having a brain fart, but the temple? Um, we would have kind of, like, explained the whole situation with Gregant. Mm. Um, does he know anything about... Has he ever heard of such a temple or know anybody that might? I'm afraid that I have no means of enlightenment upon the subject of this temple. Other than there must have been something very powerful there if Zon Kuthong took interest in it himself. He does not need more temples. He has plenty of those in service to him. All I can suggest is that perhaps there is something there that he needed. Unfortunately, with Ibra, all things are inscrutable. Father uh, Gloom. Kuiper, Shadow, Patra. I'm sorry, uh, Material, material <laughs> Patra. That's, that's correct. So, I was uh, wondering. I've taken interest in another, another uh, material uh, person, such as I and Mike. Have you seen a material Strix come through the ear? No, I have not. Though, did see records of a ship that was landed here and copied for a person from the material plane. Hirambor spoke of a feathered creature. So perhaps this is this Strix that you are looking for. Though that was quite some time ago. Would their craft still be here at the space, at the space dock? Negative. 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 Uh, That ship left here long ago. Do you have a copy of that manifest? Perhaps. I do not. Well, thank you for the information. You mentioned Dr. Grugant and also gave her the name Shadow Queen. I do not know Dr. Grugant, but I do have word of this Shadow Queen. Many have spoke about an asteroid deep in the diaspora. There are rumors that this asteroid was connected to a material plane Resort. It is from this asteroid that this Shadow Queen and her corruption seems to emanate from. I warn you that this is no ordinary asteroid. The things that I have heard suggest that the asteroid has manifested 
a shield of flesh. It will not be easy to gain entrance into this fleshy rock in space. Shadow flesh mm. on Shadows. shadow Shadow rock. flesh at a rock shadow in space. Yes, shadow space. Pump the brakes for a second. Uh, flesh shield. Bit confused by what that means. I must admit that I too am a bit perplexed at what that could mean. It seems beyond logic. However, we are on the Shadow Plane, and Shadow Mystery is afoot. The uh, Shadow Logic definitely checks out. (laughs) (laughs) Roll with it, Michael. I wish I had more clarity to give you, Lizard, Vesk, Titanium, Mike. There you go. You you got there. I got there. (laughs) It seems that you are not a stranger to pain and violence. Do you perhaps follow the ways Uzan Kuthan. Me, personally? Yes, you. Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> well, fair enough. I'm <laughs> <laughs> interested in one of my tracks to, detailing... <laughs> to, to be fair, I'm not really into any religions, so you can keep your pamphlet. I was just going to say, well, let me just leave this pamphlet. (laughs) Yes, yes. Just take this and read it at your own leisure. It contains the nine truths. No, it actually wouldn't contain the nine truths. No, no, it wouldn't. The eight. Eight truths, yeah. Well, no, this is camping toilet paper now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something totally Um, different. So. Go ahead. Am I understanding this correctly, that we basically got a whoop up on Harrenbor... To, in, to get a ship, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we gotta take that ship to the shadow plane version of the asteroid where New Elysium was. That you is correct. <laughs> okay, just wanted to make Which is sure... Which by a, a flesh shield. T- yes. Tis t- t- but a flesh shield. Tis but a flesh womb. So, I don't know this errand board, but you're telling me step one is just go kick his ass? Yes, that is step All one. right, let's get going. Yes, I, we are wait. in something of a hurry, you know. Uh, I, oh, oh, all right. What, Father, could you um, provide us with any additional information or any anything that we should know before we move forward? You should be mindful of any mechanical items as Harambor has infested his corruption throughout all of the tools and drones and devices of Shadow Sky Dock. Also, I have noticed and felt something interesting about three of you. Mike, Kuiper, Tenna, I sense 
a distinctly Velstrak flavor to your aura, to your energies. But there is something off about it. It isn't purely spiritual. There's a mechanical taste to it. As if there's a metal hook buried in your flesh somewhere keeping it in place. Hmm? Someone is tampering with some fundamental forces and my gut instinct tells me that it is the Shadow Queen from what you are infested with. Very fascinating. I'd be glad to cut you open and look about inside, if you like. Oh, it wouldn't kill you. I am quite skilled at vivisection. None of my patients die unless I want them to. And Father Glim gives you a kind of a crooked grin. Is he fucking serious? Well, okay, so here's a question. <laughs> would, <laughs> would Tina know from previous experience, is he offering... Do I need to ask for more information, or would Tina know that this is, like, a legit offer that he could unhook us, basically? Or uh, de- okay, so you would know that he, he is would be... Um, truthful in his assessment that he's not looking to kill you. Yeah, we're trying but to help you, him. But you also know that he is a priest of Zonkuthan, so he's not going to be using aesthetic, uh, yeah. anesthetic, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so like, he's interested in what's going on, and he will look at it, and there is potential that he can help you. I don't but he'd have to look to see what well, it could do. I don't so, think there's that much potential. Cutting us open? I, figure I, out our corruptions? So, get the fuck out of here. Tina would, would say, um, thank you for the, for the offer. And if we were not in such a hurry, I would probably take you up on the offer if there's a way that you can remove this taint from within. I would be very interested in learning more about that process, but as it is, I do not believe we have time for a friendly vivisection. Hmm. Perhaps you might need it after all. When you visit Herimbor, he will be a tough foe. Perhaps vivisection will be inevitable. However, I will wait and respect your urgency. You will not be going anywhere without returning control of this Skydark to me and my Kuthites. However, I must ask you directly, Tenor. I see anger and frustration lurking just beneath the surface of your eyes. You forget that I am a priest of Zonkuthan. I recognize pain, and I 
relish in it. However, you are one of my most spirited acolytes, and I feel that some of that has fractured. Tell me, child of pain, what troubles you? Okay, um... <laughs> Where do I start, motherfucker? <laughs> um... Ah, shit, let's see here. We need this dude's help. Um... I mean, yes, you do. Tina, but Tina, also, you have, like, a you have like an established relationship yeah. with him, you know? Faza, I have reason to believe that While the Midnight Lord is, of course, the father of pain, there cannot be pain when there is complete destruction, and what I have seen done in the name of Zonkuthon through this Shadow Queen, through this Grigant. Ah, but I must stop you there, young child. The Shadow Queen acts on her own agenda. Based on the story that you told me, was Zan Kuthan not at odds with the Shadow Queen herself? This herald that you shadow sought. Um, Nailed it. The, she is still alive, yes? And you told me that there were agents of the Shadow Queen that were sent to kill her, yes? Yes, but Mordrin, his betrayal, uh, there's, there's more to it than just her, Tenna, right? Is Mordrin... A worshipper of Zonkuthon, he did not strike me as a devout follower of any religion. I believe that his ambition was what he valued the most. Atena would just kind of like ponder for a bit and she'd say, I am. I am struggling with with my convictions, Father. I I feel that I cannot come to terms with myself and my struggles until we have come through this ordeal. I understand. If conviction were easy then everyone would have it. It is not for the weak-willed, the light-hearted, or the soft of stomach. Zan Kuthan revels in pain, and you are experiencing pain now. Yet you live and this Shadow Queen is the one responsible 
for the corruption of your people, is she not? Yes. Yes, Vasa. Your quest to find this herald led you to meet these friends of hers who share a like-minded goal to take down this Shadow Queen. Perhaps seeking the Herald did not play out in the way that you anticipated. Yet, here you are with the means to save your people with a new team willing and able to take down the sh Shadow Queen. So, I'm just a lowly mechanic here on Shadow Verses at the Shadow Sky Dock. But I think that perhaps there is more to your role in this journey and your new friends. Can I do a sense motive? Sure. If not great, 21. Um, okay, so 21 for, is fine because he's not trying to hide anything from you, you know? And you get the sense that um, he really believes what he's saying. Okay. Now, whether or not that's true or not, it's all, all faith kind of based thing. But, <laughs> you know, you know him enough to know that he's... Always, he's never forced anybody into worshiping Zonkuthan. Um, his entire mode of interpretation is that the Midnight Lord wants only passionate devotees, uh, mm -hmm. you know, who find their own ways to the worship of pain. Um, and everybody here has made the choice to worship Zonkuthan rather than being forced into it by a corruption. And that's an important distinction to him. You know, whether that matters to you or not, that's for you to decide. He says, uh, I understand that we all face crisis of faith. And perhaps the way of Zonkuthan is not yours to take. But do not give up on you. Do not give up on this herald. And do not give up. And he looks to you now, Trelex, when he says this. Do not give up on your people. If you want to save them, destroying the Shadow Queen is the only way. Trelex doesn't have much to say. Mm -hmm. He's like barely... He's. It, I would say he's trying to not pop off the mouth. Because they need, they need Father Gloom's help. But Trelax mm -hmm. certainly resents Father Gloom for not helping his people when they asked, mm -hmm. and causing the destruction of the Enclave. But um, yeah, I mean he knows that uh, they're not getting anywhere without Father Gloom's help. So Trelax is ready to go. But anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. I mean that's that's honestly kind of where Tenna's at. Like things that he has said though are kind of shaking her a little bit because she had, she had, she'd put all of her anger and hate and 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 hurt 
into believing that she has been bamboozled by Mordrin, by the Shadow Queen, by even the Midnight Lord. And she thinks the only person right now that she can trust is her brother. But some things that Father Gloom said don't seem entirely wrong. So she just kind of nods and she says, As you say, Father, we will continue the work and the work needs doing regardless of the reason. And she would just kind of like nod her head and um, look to the rest of the crew and say, If you are ready, Father, with your leave, we will we will move on Herenbor. Yes, you mentioned that you are in great haste. Please, let me not detain you any further. Titanium Mike Kuiper, thank you for traveling and allying with these three. They are special and important to me. Please help keep them safe. Yeah, I mean, to all of yeah, yeah. As long as they help us get those people that are special to me, then I'll protect your special babies. <laughs> Shadow babies, please. Shadow babies. <laughs> Shadow babies. Every, te- Shadow every babies. conversation in this plane it's is not- fucking tedious. Well, yeah. the thing is, yes. it can be difficult because <laughs> Just, there's yes. no, there's yes. no, there's no real guide to what you put shadow in front of. Yep, it's we're in a hurry. A <laughs> you just have to feel it, Mike. You know, the the, yeah. the, the right yeah. words will just come mm-hmm. out. You just think, here's, here's, what really needs the, the f- emphasis on the shadow? Yes, yes. Here's the thing, Mike. Sorry, material, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> material titanium, Mike. Just Mike's fine. <laughs> but here's the thing. I wouldn't be Gloombot if it weren't for all this shadow nonsense. Same thing with Father Gloom. Maybe. He might just be Father. Do I look and like I a person who cares about any of that? Let's go! Yes, oh. yes. It's. Uh, well, I guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is another module that I have not installed. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, fuck yourself module. module. <laughs> yeah. it's, isn't it shadow module? Uh, yeah. Shadow so, gloom. Now you're you trying s- too hard, Kuiper. You s- <laughs> oh, you see, you see I, I don't have the dictionary There's, for There shadow, is a nuance to language. it. It takes mm-hmm. time. You know, spend ah. enough time on the shadow plane. And I learn. will get it. I will get it. <laughs> so here's something I'm, I'm curious about. Does... and. This might be something we can just make up and talk about later, Adam. But uh, is Father Gloom aware that Gloombot is an SRO and not just a ro- robot, just a machine? Um, I mean, yeah, yes. Okay, okay, yes. Um, I might not, Adam might not fully understand the subtleties between the two. <laughs> But in my head canon, Father Gloom is the person that built you. Yeah, yeah. But building something and then them gaining sentience is a different yeah, well, story. Yeah, he, he certainly didn't anticipate you to be able to dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of which, you are now no longer shaken. Hey. 
Look at me. Look at me. Uh, a whole a whole normal character again. Yep. Yep. Shadow. Um, to that, Father Gloom does lead you into the shadow sky dock, into the into the base, and the platform hangs in the starless sky, eerily silent, and still above the tidally locked planet. The sun is a dull gray orb in the far distance, only its corona occasionally flashing a weak, pale color. Handfuls of injured people, mostly Kyals, but with a few other humanoids mixed in, crowd among the buildings at the space elevator's base. These people sit around containers turned into makeshift tables, fiddling with spare equipment, or cleaning a few meager weapons intended more for self-defense than launching any kind of attack. Most appear to be in mechanical overalls or other practical outfits, with a few travelers clad in more exotic gear and are pacing the area nervously. Those with only minor injuries tend to machinery seemingly patched into the strange substance forming the space station's shadowy sheath. The more seriously wounded are laid out on the ground, tended by various medics of the Kuthite faith. They all barely notice you or Father Gloom as you pass by. Eventually, Father Gloom leads you to a nondescript elevator door. This Kyle mystic points out that this service elevator remains untouched by the corruption and will take the PCs to a service shaft. Sorry, will take you to a surface shaft that leads to Harambor's hangar. He gives you a security code to gain access to that shaft, explaining that will open a storage room, it will open into a storage room in the hangar where Hambor has made his base of operations. As the elevator's doors close, Father Gloom says to you, Hambor is unlikely to be alone, as he has bent many of our most dangerous machines to his will. May you play a symphony of pain upon this heretic's flesh. The elevator begins to rise, and you can catch occasional glimpses of the planet below, possibly engendering moments of nausea and vertigo, even though the surface is nearly lost in the shadow. The pull of gravity even begins to lessen, and the air becomes thinner as you continue to go up and up and up. This elevator ride takes almost an hour. And you reach the lower levels of the Shadow Sky Dock, a cluster of workshops and hangars. Father Gloom's directions lead you to a claustrophobic maintenance tunnel. The code he gives you opens this dim corridor that looks ready to diminish any illumination to a pathetic glow waiting to gutter and die. You walk down a cramped tunnel for several minutes, and just when it seems as though this corridor will stretch on forever, you reach the unsecured hatch in the ceiling above that opens into Harambor's hangar. Is Father Gloom still with us at this point, or is he? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I was, was he? I... Sorry, was he with us for the whole? You said the hour, the elevator ride was he, an hour. He left you at the bottom. Oh, okay. Of, okay. of the of the elevator. Once you got on the elevator, you guys were on your own. Yeah. And went up, I, and yes, I, it took an hour to get up there. I would say at some point, 
when they got free from from Father Gloom, Trelax would kind of start damn that Father Gloom and his honeyed words, seducing eager minds to his religion. <laughs> Some excuse for religion. Shadow religion. Shadow religion, yes, Mike, of course. Shadow religion. Of course, of course. <laughs> now you see how I feel. Uh, in, in all seriousness, and, and Mike like turns towards Tina, <clears throat> he says, as far as crises of faith go, I don't have a starship in that race, but from everything you've told me and Kuiper here, I mean, seems like old Zani K, despite you being devout followers and having a righteous cause and all that, bestowed his spoon, his favor upon your very betrayer, so maybe he doesn't have the best things at heart for you. Trelax looks to Tenna to see her reaction because he he finds himself agreeing with Mike, you know. Yeah. But he's obviously worried about his sister's like mental health, you know, going through all of this. So he doesn't say anything, but he does look for Tenna's reaction. And uh, Tenna has like the you know, She's just kind of been withdrawn. She's very much in her own head, sort of thinking through some of the things that Father Gloom said. Um, and at, you know, Mike, Mike's comment, she's kind of, like, blinks her eyes and, and looks up at him like maybe she wasn't super sure what he said. Um, but after a moment, she says, yes, that certainly seems to be the issue. And she just kind of has a very tight smile. <laughs> And shows more teeth than smile, I suppose. More of a snarl than a smile. Um, but she says, Regardless, we will take her and war down. We will get our way off of the planet and towards our goal. That is all we need to focus on now. And she just looks back down at the ground. Fine by me. I just calls them how I sees them. But as far as ass kickings go, I'm a professional, so... Looking forward to it. He smacks his fist together. That's the spirit. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the uh, <laughs> retake. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. Tenna, we need you focused. Yes, of course. I am here, brother. That's. Yes. And she kind of shakes herself and, like, squares her shoulders. Like, come on, get your shit together. And as, um, as they start to step out and kind of get, like, tra- like Trelax will kind of whisper to, to Gloombot, D, watch out for her. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Uh, All right, let's anything do it. else? No, let's do it. Let's fucking All get right. it. All right, so there's this hatch above you um who's gonna go through the hatch first me, me. okay so, <laughs> <laughs> so like Trey Lex tries to go first because he's used to leading the way and then Mike tries to go first because he and uh, oh well no right. after you after you big right. lizard of course do we, need, <laughs> we need to rock paper scissors for this one or uh, no I'll do you think it new... might be booby trapped <laughs> yeah. perhaps it's... we should check before you storm off into there what do you think yep. Be prepared for mechanical miscreants. Alright, so yeah, roll perception to whoever wants to. 
Uh-huh. On the hatch. Ooh. On the old hatch, Rooney. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be oh. a thirty-three. Mm. Thirty-five. No. Thirty. Tw- no. Twenty-five. I'm sorry. Twenty-five. Oh. Well, 30, oh. Thirty-five for ten. Got a twenty-four, <laughs> but it's not one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, baby, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's it is it seems to have zero traps, and uh, it is also unlocked. So, um, let's go. So who's going? Who's going first? Me. Right. <laughs> oh, we didn't do these. So, Mike, uh, you you climb up the ladder to the hatch. It's not a very big ladder. It's just enough for you to be able to climb up, open it, and climb into the room above. And you open it, and it opens into this very dark room. Um, you see a number of shelves line the walls of this square room. Various components of computer boards, engine boosters, gyroscopes, shielding panes, and stabilizers lie abandoned on the floor or sit forgotten on the shelves. The clutter is the thickest in the northwest corner of the room, across from the hatch in the floor. A wide door exits to the east, and in the corner, you hear... Like, in, in you kind of... Strength. You have dark vision, right, with your goggles? Or yeah, I, have, dark I have dark vision anyways. My corruption okay. gave me dark vision. Oh, right, all right. Um... And so you see this, like, robot with four limbs um, just kind of moving erratically and kind of just stabbing randomly at this junk pile in the corner of the room. Okay. But, you know, it doesn't, doesn't, I mean, you know, you open the hatch and don't open it all that quietly, you know, Um, and, you know, you poked your head out like a gopher and it doesn't seem to, to make any reaction to you um yeah so he just signals for whoever's behind him to go ahead and get up here we, we might as well deal with it once we're all up mm-hmm. all right trailax is heading up then all right uh i'll put you all on the map how's that sound yeah Ooh-ee, yes okay. sir <laughs> then got sided um yeah so you guys all come up into this room that's only very dimly lit by like these two kind of like emergency lights on the on the northern wall um, and you see this this robot thing in the top right corner well okay so father gloom told us that the robots would be hostile so is there any reason that we shouldn't just attack them right now folks my brother. <laughs> He's not your brother, D. He is. It is is not even sentient. I'm sure. I mean, can he we? Fell, fell can, for my joke. Can we? Can we do like an engineering or, or physical science yeah. or something to see if we can figure anything out about That's it? That's gonna be that engineering. Maybe unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do engineering. Okay. Okay, uh, that's good. That's a 29. Ooh. All right. Um, you recognize this as a deconstructor bot. Um, it has a pneumatic claw and a pneumatic 
hammer. Um, and you're also aware of its ability to emit a sonic energy cone to break down materials. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, gathering that's all the description you gave me was weapons. Uh, it, it just turns to the guys who's like tools, tools that can be used as weapons. Shuttle tools. Yes. Uh, we might as well take this one down since we think anything in here might be hostile to us. This guy, claws and hammers and sonic breath weapons. I um, couldn't agree more. And Krelik just grabs his moat, summons his Sariyama, ready to go. Yeah, I guess, uh... I guess old Gloombot uh, pulls out his rifle as well. Uh, Sorry, his Aurora cannon. His Aurora cannon. Aurora. Um, okay. I would, uh... I'm not going to draw anything yet, but I would like to see about approaching it from a distance. Okay, well, we're going to roll initiative here. Oh, okay. All right, never mind then. <laughs> I was, I was going to test it. I was testing shit there. Okay. We all got a free draw, correct? Before initiative, is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, you can okay. certainly have Then I'm going to draw out. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. What are you drawing? A pony. A happy little tree. A pony. <laughs> uh, all right, so everybody go ahead and roll that initiative. All right. Oof. Not good. Ooh, that. Mm, mm. I gotta roll twice. <laughs> Ooh, that. Mm. That that natural twenty. That natural twenty. On that That's yeah. my natural uh, no. twenty. All right. So I guess I Mike it was uh, mine because I you, rolled at the same time. You rolled pretty you rolled. good. What'd you get? Twenty-seven total. All right. What about you, Josh? What did uh, Gloombot get? Ten. All right, Zach. What about Trailax? Eighteen. All right, Kuiper. 16. All right, and Tenna. Tenna also got a 10. Oof. All right. Well, good thing is Mike got the start of this combat. And let me just show you a picture of this. I'll show you a little picture of this destructor bot. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like a robot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Looks like an industrial-style robot. Uh, Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not it's really yellow. a humanoid shape. I mean, it's I mean, it's very much uh, uh, uh. utilitarian for what it does. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a cylinder with legs that has a bunch of like arms, arms yeah. and tools coming off of it. It's yep. like a ro- a robo octopus sort of. Mm, yeah, kinda. All right, yeah. uh, Mike, you're <laughs> up, buddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, Michael just, uh, I guess, squeeze off a shot with his. Uh, Ice carbine. Okay. Twenty-six. Twenty-six is gonna hit. Okay. And that's twenty-nine damage. Whoo wee! That's really cold damage, rolls. yeah. Yeah, cold. Okay. Uh. That's a pretty good start, my friend. Pretty good start. Yeah, um, and he'll then move up uh, just to get closer to it. Not doing a bull rush or anything right now, just so that 
it notices him first and that he's the one that, atta- that it likely will attack. Yeah, so Mike kind of pops out of the hatch, pulls everybody up into the room. You guys are kind of taking a look around to see this robot, and you're like, you know what? Fuck that. And Mike just levels his rifle and takes a blast right at it, succeeds at the hit, does a chunky bit of damage, and that is his turn. So, Trelax, you're up. Trelax uh, will do his thing, attune to the photon stellar mode, and perform a stellar rush straight at it. Okay. So, um, I can substitute a melee attack, I believe. Substitute a bull rush for the melee attack. So yeah, let's let's try let's try the bull rush, right? Um, okay. Which is melee attack against KAC plus eight, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Very good. I like it. Uh, that is a. 32. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Okay. Pretty close, but not quite. All right. So, the good news is that um, if you attempt it, the target is going to take 5d6 fire damage, reflex half, regardless of reflex whether Reflex half. Yeah. All so right. Five, Let's get that damage. I'll roll the reflex. Right. So, both of y'all just kind of step in and say, screw this, run up to this thing, ready to just take it out. You're not going to even give it a chance to... To, to fuck you, uh, and, and you see Trelax just alight with what is what color is your energy? Red? It, no, Trelax is it's like a it's like a dark blue, very rich royal dark almost, blue. Yeah, almost like a night blue. Yeah, yeah, and so you see Nightwish him. blue. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's wreathed in these in these bluish flames, and as soon as he runs up, they just discharge onto the robot. I rolled a 14 on the reflex save. Well, the DC, my friend, is 19, and oh, it's shit. 15 damage, which is not Ooh. that much, but it's 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 like, you know, not bad. Hey, it goes through. Yeah. goes through. Fire damage. All right. So Mike and Trelex uh, fighting for the the uh, attention of this bot. Kuiper, you're up. All right, so just testing uh, whether or not a take 10 will work on the trick attack here. <laughs> I'm right. going to go ahead and uh, attempt to perform a trick attack against this uh, machine and strafe at the same time of doing it. He's going to be moving over to 25 feet to his direct east. So that right, way he can get a full shot. on your trick? So... You take 10. My, uh, yeah, whoops. Um, so that'd be 31, actually. 31 is a successful trick. Beautiful. I'm so glad to hear that. Something I can actually hit now. Yeah. So he's going to go ahead and strafe to the east 25 feet. Remember, he has a total of 50 feet uh, movement. Uh-huh. And so he's going to go ahead and fire with his semi auto uh, pistol. Okay. And let's see if we, get t- if we can make that. Come on, give me something good. 24. 24, and this is against EAC or KAC? This is going to be against uh, KAC. Well, it's a good thing you succeeded on that trick because it's flat-footed and thus is a hit. Ah, thank goodness. Okay. And so finally I get to fire, and that's going to be with us um, the trick attack damage. All right, let's get that damage with the trick. Damage. All right, 17 on the gun itself, 
And the trick attack damage is going to be 30. Oh. So that's going to be 47 points of damage. Wow. Okay. Uh, so what debilitating trick condition do you want to put on with the successful trick attack? So I'm going to go ahead and use off target. That's going to, I'm going to impose off target. So that should okay. be a minus two penalty to its attack rolls. All right. Very good. Proud of you for not putting bleed on there. Smart. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So that you put off target, which is great. Makes it harder for it to hit. Um, <laughs> here we go. Gloombot, you're up. Uh, Gloombot is going to hold his ground. And uh, I'm at full attack. Figure okay. this thing's probably mindless, so I can't very well intimidate it. So let's get that roll. And if I'm get, if he's getting cover from Trailax, I've got that plus two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first attack roll is a twenty-nine to hit. And those are against EAC. Uh, yes. Both of those hit, my friend. Sweet. Both of those hit. So it's going to be twenty-three on the first attack and twenty-nine on the second. Ooh. That's electric and fire. Juicy, juicy damage. Uh, all right, I'm sorry. That's a total of 23 and 29 points of damage here. Electricity and fire, right? 52 total. Uh, let's see here. He might have some kind of uh, electric weakness, maybe, too. That is what I'm checking. Let me just make sure. All right. You do that damage, so that's a total of 52 points of damage on this thing. You guys are just wrecking this bad boy uh, before he even gets a chance to turn around and do and claw you, because it's Tenna's turn, so all of you rolled better initiative than I did. Tenna, you're up. All right, so Tenna's going to take her full 30 feet of movement uh, to the uh, northeast-ish. Uh, to get in line and we'll pull up her plasma pistol that she got from one of them goobers and attack it. All right. Oh, how about a 28? How about a 28, Adam? 28's going to hit. Huzzah! Um, okay, so that's just eight damage, but it is electricity and fire. So... All right. Eight did damage. Did a thing. Did a thing. <laughs> I mean, y'all it's just... It's so cute compared yeah. to, like, 50-something damage. Like. Well, y'all, y'all just melted. Melted this thing. I mean, it's still up, but my God, it's in such bad shape right now. Um, it's going to... God. All right. So... It has a free attack or free action thing here, so like a, an aura thing that just happens, and this is that uh, shattering cone. Um, so I need everybody. Well, not everybody. It looks like it's just gonna be Trelax and Mike needs to roll a fortitude save. Okay. Ooh, this is an important fortitude save. You're going to want to pass this one. I don't think I did with a 14. All right, what about you, Mike? 16. Oh, I got both y'all with this motherfucker? All right, I feel good that I at least got this off before you destroyed it. Um, so you guys are going to both take 
44 points of sonic damage as this thing just goes and the sound wave just like ripples through and just shakes you, your inner core, with sonic damage. Jesus, man. And, th- and, and then it's going to just do a claw attack on Trelax. Okay. Which is going to be at a negative because it's off target. However, still rolled a 38 That's to hit. hit. Yeah. All right. Uh, does that beat your KAC by eight? Uh, yeah. Does it beat it by 13? No. All right. You are grappled because it gets a grab as part okay. of this. How much damage does it deal? The damage you're going to take is 33 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and that is its turn. Pretty effective turn. For the one turn it has. Uh, all right, yeah. All right, round two. Here we go, Mike. You're up. Yeah, Mike sees it. Grapple Trelax moves up right next to Trelax with it and say, like, "Oh no, you don't." <laughs> uh, and because whenever you gave us a, a turn to draw weapons, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he he used his new uh, combat scaffold to assist in holding his carbine in one hand so he can punch with the other. So, hammer fist. Let's go. 31 to hit. 31 will hit, my friend. 24 damage. 24 damage is enough to... Oh. Yeah, it is enough to fell your foe. Right, so Mike Mike just runs it. Oh no, you don't! And just smashes the like cylindrical, like bucket head center of it, crumples it in. <laughs> just smashes it. Oh yeah. my gosh, y'all fucking wrecked that thing. You're no longer uh, grappled, Zach. So that's okay, good. Right? good, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I love uh, it. Uh, all right, so it did get off a big hit before it died, but you know, say la vie. It didn't quite hit like I. It didn't get enough turns for me, but that's okay. Um, that should make you guys feel better as a party because that was a CR 11 creature. Thank. Uh, but you know, you just, you guys just got the jump on it, and so it, you, you know, five turns and everybody succeeded in a hit. It very very good um, plays there. Uh, I will say that if you want to spend a few moments searching this room, you are welcome to. I'm going to need perception checks, though, for yeah, those of it. you that want to. I yeah. kicked the door uh, uh, open. Well, wait a minute no. now. <laughs> uh, he said it. I'm doing while, it. While they're perceiving the room, can I like use engineering and see if anything's salvageable yeah. from the bot itself? Sure. That sounds like there's not any, baby? but go ahead. Um, a 34 on perception? Yeah, I got a 31. Okay. On the perception checks, both of you succeed, and you, the twins together in their twin combined perception powers, uh, twin find, powers activate. find an articulated <laughs> appendage that can function as a single cybernetic arm augmentation. Now, you might be thinking, I have both my arms, I don't need one. Remember that this is Starfinder, and if you wanted a third arm... You could have one. You could have one, and old Father Gloom would be more than happy to attach said arm to so your waist. So, here's the plan. 
we find more of these and we turn Mike into Goro from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 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 well, there you that, go. One arm, your one arm towards that goal. And they yep. get quad attack. There you go. I, I've secretly held a desire since like level one that Mike will have a reason to have a metal arm by the end of this. Well, I mean, so you have one. They're quite fashionable. Yeah, I'm just not that. super keen on cutting off my existing arm to get it or having well, three arms, what, you know? Yeah, so that's the decision you have to make. you got to weigh your options. you got yeah. some time. You can't do anything with it right now. You just have a cybernetic arm in your backpack whenever you're ready. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hang on to that. I might use it later. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me I get did, that engineering check. Yeah, I got a 26. All right, 26. Here's what I'll do. There's nothing that you can technically get from this, from that, but I'll give you 50 UPB just because it's a junk okay. bot. Cool. 50 UPB. Hey, dude, I'll take it. Yeah, man. I'm Whatever. On, I'm you on know? that scrapper life these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move let's, forward. Yeah, let's There's only on one way one out. one door, so let's take There's it, right? There's one door. Yep, yep. Uh, so let me just check out what the situation is with this door. Um, you would... It does have a keypad, but you do have the code from Father Gloom. Um, so you would be able to enter that. Would you like to roll perceptions for traps, any of that kind of you thing? You know it. Yes, please. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's get it. Don't 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 worry about it too much, man. Uh, it's uh, 23. All right, 23, 22. What is with the low fucking rolls? Actually, it would be a 26, because I got the broad spectrum uh, anal- anal- analyzer. Damn it. Ten uh, analyzer. <laughs> yeah. Analyzer. 34? 34, yeah. yeah. I got a 33. Feel- you had to beat me. Well, the two of you feel pretty pretty certain that it is trap-free, but just requires a code to get through. Well, um, before so- we go through the door, Mike says, mm-hmm. all, right, all right, gang, huddle up real quick. Prior to meeting you fellas and, and ladies, sorry, uh, we, we've we had some, some issues with doors in the past, so we had recently <laughs> developed a new system for going through doors, right? So the more perceptive of you will check the doors for traps, and then me and Trelax, assuming he's down with it, we'll, we'll breach and clear, you know? We could just open the doors, we need to be smart about this, Trelax. <laughs> We've had some real difficulty. You don't understand doors. what I've seen and what I've been through with Sounds doors. Sounds like you've had some traumatizing experiences with some doors in the past, man. There's so God much different right. on the material plane. What? What? Just what to and, him. Those, and those weren't even shadow doors. Show me on the door where the door hurt you, Mike. <laughs> he points to the whole such a door. Knob about it. <laughs> the entire door. Yeah. Um, all right. So the door is there to be opened. If you guys want to position yourselves however you want, but you can open it whenever you're ready. All right. That just happened. So when you open the door, you see this hangar floor. It's wide, open space with heavy blast doors to the south. A large section of damaged starship occupies the center of the area, surrounded by portable industrial machinery attached to generators that chug and strain. Long chains, some barbed, others ending with hooks, hang from the ceiling, some wrapped around the machines or simply dangling loosely. The mutilated remains of several people are scattered across the floor. 
some even draped across the starship section. Blood is everywhere, accompanied by the smell of ozone and gasoline. You see doors that lead into two self-contained rooms to the east and west. However, not all of Harambor's victims were ripped to pieces, as you see a few wrapped in chains drop from the ceiling, undead in all their glory, with burning hatred for all living things. And we'll see. Yep. Oh, oh mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. That sounded like a real scene. Look, zombies are one thing, but there's more doors in here. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew that there would be chains in here. I, I mean, obviously channeling. Um, yeah, this is a very alien to No, 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 no. The other one. Let's see. Hellraiser? Uh, no, the one with... Uh, Event Horizon? Event Horizon, yeah. thank you. Yeah. There was a shit ton of chains in that movie. 